Hello, ladies. Let's perch. It's another episode of the She's Free to Fly podcast. I thank everyone so much for joining us today. Today, I have one of my absolute best sister friends sitting here with me. I have the beauty catcher herself. Um, in our crew, she is the sheer beauty and finds the beauty in everything. Uh, can look at a rock and show us where the beauty is in the rock. Uh, my dear friend, my sister Cheryl of Cheryl Cousins Interior. Cheryl! Yes! Can I talk with my sister? You absolutely can. Can I share a conversation <laughs> like with the world, like the conversations me and my yes, sister Cheryl have? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. It. So, everybody, y'all have been hearing me talk about this lady, okay? When it came to getting the studio together, from the beginning to the end, Cheryl was there. You heard me talk about the flood. I found out about the flood when Cheryl and I were on the phone FaceTiming and she was trying to get plans together on what she was going to do in my beach room and we're FaceTiming and I stepped down and I was like, Cheryl, is water on the floor? Yes. Yes. And we went from water on the floor to this. To this. To this. Yes. And a few people have saw an entrance, like the entrance coming in and just a little bit of, you know, the filming space, but they haven't seen the entire studio. Right. Um, and you gave the studio a name in one of your comments. She gives every room in my house a name when she finishes decorating. And you name the studio The Pretty Perch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Cheryl, we're going to start at The Pretty Perch. Okay. So let's start there. Okay. Uh, and tell us, like, where does your design love come from? Okay. We want to know it all. Okay. 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 I'm going to try to give you as much as I can. Oh, y'all better get ready. Okay. So I, from a very early age, okay. felt like I understood the power of place okay. and how much space affects who we are. Um, my love of decorating came from my mom who was an interior decorator at heart. And so as a very young girl, I was supposed to be my mom's last child, right? Um, and so I was the one that had the most uninterrupted time with her. Mm -hmm. And I saw her remake over and over again our New York apartment. And she did it constantly because as we all are, your likes and dislikes change mm -hmm. over time. And sometimes you can decorate one way and then in a couple of years you think I want to change something right so I saw her do that um, over and over again and I think that that design sensibility came from you know being four years old five years old um, seeing her work her magic at home okay. um, it was nothing for her to strip hardwood floors uh, put up wallpaper um, and back in those days, the wallpaper was not pre-pasted, okay. so she actually had to mix the paste and use the brush to put the paste on the paper mm -hmm. and then put it up. Um, but she was fearless in her decorating um, desire, okay. right? There was nothing that, from what I could see as a child, there was nothing that limited her in terms of what she wanted to do in her space. Right. And so I grew up watching her do that. 
And it's really interesting. At one point in our lives, we moved from that tiny apartment into a townhouse. Mm -hmm. But it was subsidized housing, so there were only certain things that you were allowed to do um, because, you know, they just said you can't go in and, and paint the walls any color you want. It had to be a very neutral space, right? Um, and so that was the only time that I saw her limited in terms of what she could do in the space. So uh, it, was, it was very different. Living there and feeling the sense of space there was different from the initial place where we lived because she can really put her mark on it, right? Okay. So that when I say I understand the power of space and place, when you can make it your own, entirely your own, it just does something different to your soul and to your spirit. Yeah. Um, so I am driven at this point to helping people find that, um, find that space. When I started my business, I, I used as my tagline, and the, the initial name of my business was Interior Transformation. Okay. And the tagline was creating, um, creating a home that reflects your soul and style, mm -hmm. because that matters, right? It has to look like you. If it doesn't look like you, you'll never feel that sense of space, right? right? It can't be, you know, you can't walk into your girlfriend's house necessarily and say, oh, I love your home. I want that in my home because it might not necessarily be a reflection of who you are. Mm -hmm. So I get great joy and it's an intrinsic joy at seeing people see their home reflect back to them yeah. their own soul and style. Yeah. So that matters. So that's why I do what I do. I remember the first time you decorated a room in my house mm -hmm. and um, you were teaching a class yes. and you used the living room mm -hmm. to, as your classroom, right. my living room as your classroom. Right. And um, we definitely have to talk about you teaching and everything like okay. that. But I remember walking down the stairs and just like, oh my gosh, God loves me. Oh, yes. I remember that just <laughs> Clear as day, mm -hmm. like I could not believe God loved me so much. Mm -hmm. And so, when you talk about transformation, when you talk about seeing yourself and just where you are at a different stage of life, and one thing I know that I bring to the table is the love of God. Yes. And I just remember that it was like the beginning of something new, mm -hmm. you know, within me, within my life, and just all the transformations that have happened and the growth that has happened since then. Yes. Yes. We went from the living room to the foyer to the dining room, and now we've made it down to the pretty perch. Yes. And each time, it's man, she did it again. Yeah, it's so powerful. It really is so powerful. And I like to say that we, when I'm decorating for my clients, I go to a space. My girlfriend says I get in the decorating zone, and it's so true mm -hmm. um, because I'm almost like, I don't want to say it's channeling because I don't want it to sound hokey, mm -hmm. but it's important for me to feel what you want to feel in that space, mm -hmm. right? So if you tell me I want a space that's comfortable, but I want it to be classy, I want to be able to entertain in this space, mm -hmm. then that's what I'm feeling when I'm creating that space. So all of those things are working through me to create the kind of energy that you okay. want in that space. Okay. So when you come in, it's not just a visual experience, okay. um, but it's a sensual experience. Okay. You know, the way that it makes you feel is so important. Um, and when I have clients that are able to communicate that mm -hmm. to me, mm -hmm. it makes my job really easy. 
right. right? Rather than me trying to figure out how does she want this room to feel or how does he want this room to, to make him feel. Right. There is a definite energy when the space is yeah. decorated and redesigned, yeah. right? It changes the flow of energy and the items that you have in the space also feed into that energetic mm-hmm. um, intention, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. I had... Um... I had two guests come down so far, mm-hmm. and the first guest, she was like, oh, my gosh, and it was such a beautiful place, and she mentioned the word when she was decorating, and she said, safe. When mm-hmm. I say that, just touched my heart. Yeah. You just know me as a person. That touched my heart, and she yeah. just feel that. Yeah. And then I had another guest come down, and I don't give a whole lot of information like right. before they get here because I want it to feel like an authentic conversation. Mm-hmm. And she was like, hold on, wait a minute. I got to get ready. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I share a thing about it, honey. She right. says that. Yeah. And um, I'm, I've never gotten a chance to see work until we did the Pretty Perch because when you did it upstairs, you were teaching or right. you like to do it like this big reveal. Right, so right. Like I'll leave the house right. and everything and I come back and it's done. Mm-hmm. But we were working down here. We were working on the time schedule. So I had the tech guy and I was doing stuff, getting everything unpacked and you were working. And I remember one part you had laid the flowers out that were that are on the set and right. um, you were just sitting there. You just looked at them, mm-hmm. and they and they laid there for a little bit. Yes. And you watched them, and mm-hmm. you looked at them, and you would get up, and you would leave, and you would come back. Right. And I could see it. I wouldn't say one word. Right. I was just so thankful to be in the room while you were decorating and doing it because right. Right. I've never gotten a chance to be there with you when you right. do it. Right. Right. And um, I saw it. Yeah. I, I saw you thinking about it. I saw you feeling it. Yeah. And I think it it helps, like our relationship helps. But you always ask me, like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. What speaks to you? That's what you would, what speaks to you? Yes. And I said, okay, sure. I like that. I like that. And then I said, maybe that don't work. You're like, no, that's what you like. We can make it work. Make and it you work. do it. Yes. You do it. Yes. And you can do it with any budget as well. Right. And that, like, I really appreciate You yes. can do it with any budget, um, from a, a low budget to a mid budget to a high budget. Mm-hmm. But, and you can find the beauty in anything. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Thank you for that. Thank you, you do. for that. Y'all, she's the beauty catcher of the crew. We'll go somewhere and she'll be taking pictures and the pictures are even beautiful. Mm-hmm. What do you see? Like what's what's going on back in here? You know, I I there are okay, so when I'm decorating, um the the reason why I'm able to do what I do regardless of a budget mm-hmm. or regardless of a person's style is I'm just using the things that you have and using your design sensibility and applying design principles to that, mm-hmm. right? So uh, there are a lot of people who know what they like mm-hmm. and they go shopping and they may, you know, see a picture that they, that resonates with them mm-hmm. or find a rug like you did, find a rug right. that resonates with you, but then you don't really know how to put those things together, right? right? So there has to be a way for those things to relate to each other. And right. sometimes it means adding an additional element right? To bring those two. It's like building up the piece, building a puzzle, right? You have this piece and you have that piece, but you have to find something that connects the two, right? So that's what I do. So it doesn't matter whether it's, you know, your design style, you like a modern style or you're a traditionalist or you like more contemporary things, or if you love the French country um, style of decorating, it does not matter. I'm just applying design principles to what you love, Okay. And making it make sense. 
Okay. Okay. What about for someone who can't verbalize their style? Because I can't verbalize my style. Right. I'll just be like, I like this. Right. What, what is my design style, Cheryl? I don't know. What yes. is? Well, you know, you've, you're, you're a bit of a glamour girl. Oh. And I saw that when you bought your lighting fixtures for upstairs. Oh. Right? Okay. You know, it, there's a bit of that glam and you like gold, you like metal finishes. Mm-hmm. So um, there, it's important for people to buy things that they love. Okay. Right. And if you buy something and you say like, like the, like the vase that you bought yes. and you said, I really like that Cheryl. Right. Okay. And so I'm like, okay, this is reflective of your style. Okay. So I'm going to work that in to the magic. Right. Okay. And so if you, if a person says to me, I'm not really sure what I like, mm-hmm. I will say, show me something that you like. Okay. Right. And once they show me a couple of things, then I can begin to piece together what their style may be. Mm-hmm. And not everybody fits into a one style mode. Mm-hmm. You could like a piece of antique furniture mm-hmm. and still like a mixed metal glam look. Right. OK. So it's more eclectic in okay. style. So it's important to know how to bring the design elements together in order to make that in order to make that hodgepodge of items look good together. Okay. Does that make sense? That makes sense. And, and not everybody can do that. Okay. Um, so a lot of people are living in unfinished homes. Like yeah. they have a lot of stuff, but they haven't hung their pictures, right? They haven't unrolled the carpet. Mm-hmm. They haven't made a decision on what color to paint the walls mm-hmm. because they, they don't have that design sensibility. Okay. Right. Which is where a designer or an interior decorator comes in okay. and says, okay, I see what you like this is what we can do to pull this look together. Yes. Right. yes. And that's what you did. Even when I put the bar cart together and I had it on one while I came back, it was somewhere else. I was like, right. I never thought to put that right there. Right. Right. Like I just wouldn't have thought to put that. And yes. you're able to bridge the gaps mm-hmm. and bridge the beauty and the color flows across the room. And you've taught us so much. And you're right. I started with this rug, yes. I the rug back in February. Mm-hmm. And I just said, Oh, I like that. Yes. I'm I'm gonna I'm going to hold on to it. right right and that was the inspiration piece. A lot of design begins with an inspiration. If you don't really know what you love, if you if you're able to show one thing that represents what you love, okay, then we I can take it from there, right? From there. Yeah, and and create a room um, that's absolutely stunning and a reflection of you because we're doing we're using what you what you already love. That's one of the one of the services that I offer. Um, I do full service decorating, so we can decorate everything. We can choose flooring, we can choose lighting, we can mm-hmm. choose paint colors, furniture. That's full service. That's when I'm coming in and I'm doing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but interior redesign is a service that I offer, and it's similar to what we did in your in your formal living room, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. You already had furniture in there mm-hmm. that you had gotten from your mom, mm-hmm. right? And, and you're like, this is so special to me. I need to build, you know, I need to keep this furniture. Right. So I'm like, okay, so we have that as our foundational pieces, right? We need to add some things to it in order to finish this space. Right. And so that's what I did. I used that furniture as the inspiration and we just added to it. The beauty of redesign is it's already, there's already an established starting point. Okay. We're not starting from scratch. Right. And sometimes that can be more difficult and people find it um, much um, are much more willing to call somebody in when they don't even know where to begin, okay. right? But sometimes if you already have things, you still need someone to pull that look together. And years ago, people um, made assumptions that hiring an interior decorator or an interior designer was 
beyond their reach. Like it was something that only the rich and famous people did, right? right? right. I have a decorator. It, right. It's like a status thing. Look, Lisa, look, I have a decorator. Yes, my interior decorator is at the house. Yes, yes, yes. yes. But nowadays, you know, with the with the on um, with HGTV coming mm -hmm. on and people watching, you know, those turnaround makeup, you know, flip shows on right. on HGTV, it's become a little bit more um, um, natural to say, okay, I need to get a, an interior decorator or a designer to help me with my space. Right. Um, so the industry has changed a lot, but yeah, it's something that we could all benefit from, especially when you're, you know, when you're in a, in a state where you're not really sure which way to go, right? Like you need help. And sometimes you may just need a consultation, right. right? You just may need somebody to come and say, okay, you know, try this blue green on the walls or try this yellow orange. This might be something that works well in your space. Um, but, you know, I say if you feel as though you've not been able to move past a certain point, in creating a home that reflects your soul and style, then definitely get professional help. Yes. Can you talk about measurements and placement? Mm -hmm. Because I remember when I think you were designing the dining room and you had the tape measuring, you're literally adding and subtracting and calculating stuff up because some people have an eye for beauty and they like, I know I, I have what I want, I like it, but something just is not clicking. Can you talk about measurements and yeah, placement yeah. as well? Okay, so it is important to know the size of the space that you're working with, right? Mm -hmm. um, I have over the years, and I've been doing this for a really long time, I've had people who called me and said, I really need your help um, to decorate my room. I bought my furniture. And then when I get to the house, they bought furniture that's way too large for the space, mm -hmm. right? So when, you're, when you have furniture that's too large for the space, or if you bought furniture for a room that's too large for the furniture, mm -hmm. it's always going to seem off, right? Mm -hmm. So it's important to take measurements. Um, it's also important to know the um, dimensions of the door openings, mm -hmm. because there have been people who have bought furniture and they couldn't get it in the house right. because the doors were not big enough to accommodate it, right? right? So um, it is important to know what your wall space is, what your floor space is, what your ceiling heights are, okay, um, and make sure whatever you're putting in that space is proportionate right. with the space, yeah. right? So scale and proportion, are those are design terms that not many people think about, mm -hmm. but it's critical when you're creating a space. Because you asked me, I'm like, sure, I like that. You're like, what are the measurements? Exactly. <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like that doesn't sound right to Shonda. No. Yes. I like it. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, find something else. Yeah. That's in, that's so important. I guess. <laughs> you have to listen to me. I do listen. You do listen. To I me. do listen. You can. I'm obedient now. I'm listening. You, that's what you do. That's not what I do. I'll right. tell you in a minute. Right. Cheryl said. Right. I don't know. Ask Cheryl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When is it gonna? I don't know. Whenever Cheryl gets here. Right. 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 So yeah, that's important, and it's important for for um, individuals to be comfortable with the person that right. they're working with, right? Um, if you have um, a general rapport with people, mm -hmm. um, it makes that it makes the um, process a lot easier, right? Okay. If, if I meet with clients and they're reticent, you know, and they don't, it doesn't feel like it's a good match, then it, I'm okay with saying, you know, maybe I'm not the person that you need, mm -hmm. um, but that that does not happen often. Oh, right, that doesn't happen often. Um, but you know, you always have to make sure you're working with someone that you're comfortable with. And I, what I say is it is a privilege for me, um, and an honor for me to be welcomed into 
people's homes mm-hmm. to create spaces that reflect who they are. Mm-hmm. I, I count that as an honor. And I, I posted something on my social media uh, probably a couple of uh, weeks ago that this is the work that my soul must have. Like, this is what I feel like I'm called to do. And I would hope that everyone that I work with feels that energy from me. Like, I'm trying to give you the most beautiful space um, based upon your budget. We're not trying to break your budget. You know, if you tell me I have X amount of dollars to work with, Mm -hmm. um, please stay. And you you Mm -hmm. and I have experienced this. Um, Please stay within this budget. I'm going to do my very best to get you under budget if yeah. I can, so that we have a little bit of wiggle room for extra things right. that, that we might need down the road. So right. um, that's important. It's important for you to feel a connection with the people that you bring into your space. Mm-hmm. Um, that's important. And I like how you work also, like when you come in, you'll come in with items, the gorgeous pillows and everything. And you say, we're going to place, we're going to see what works, what you don't like, we can take off, what you do like, we'll keep, what you want to add, we'll add, like, I really, really do love that part, Yeah. even when you were leaving, we were finished, I was like, we don't don't use those bases, and you're like, no, we don't need them, I'm like, what else is in that bag, look at that she got, and y'all, she only want to show me it all at one time, she wanted to be, she likes to reveal, yes, 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 she pulls out one at a time, she got him like, Cheryl, can we go to the car mm-hmm. and get all the stuff out? She's mm-hmm. like, nope. Nope, I'm not ready for that yet. Yeah, I'm not ready for that it's yet. Just, it'll be in my way. It'll be in my way. Yes, yes. Well, we just pull one thing out at a time. Yeah. And I get excited when I see more stuff. It is. We go to the spray print, spray, spray painting. painting. And you really did work with what I had. Yes. You really, really yes. did. And yes. for that, I'm just so, yeah. so appreciative. So appreciative, my pleasure. And it just reminds me, everything that we need, we have. Everything. Everything that we need. Everything. And there there are, um, I work with some clients who do not necessarily want to buy things, mm-hmm. um, buy things new. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a really keen sense of sustainability. Okay. And they don't want to add anything to the landfill. Mm-hmm. You would be surprised at how many things people buy and they just discard just because they've decided they don't like it anymore, mm-hmm. which is, which is, you know, it's a personal preference, right? Mm-hmm. But I have some clients who I do interior decorating for, and that is decorating with a design sensibility in terms of sustainability. Okay. So people that don't necessarily want to add to that kind of overconsumption yeah. um, will defer to buying something secondhand sustainable decoration mm-hmm. so redesign so, sustainable decoration mm-hmm. okay yeah all right do you do virtual i don't support. do virtual okay i don't do virtual i will do a virtual consultation all right but i don't do virtual virtual work in that you know i'm sending a design plan to okay you know to a virtual client you'll I don't do consultation do mm-hmm. but once you do a consultation they want to work with you do you travel and oh absolutely oh, okay absolutely right. absolutely okay. and and it's um it's it's something that I've always done, mm-hmm. so it's not uncommon for me to have a client out of town or out of state. Um, it's just wherever the wherever the work calls. Okay. As I'm sitting here thinking just about who you are and thinking about you doing virtual decorating, you can't because it's a it's an energy for you yeah, it and is. it's a spiritual thing and it truly is. I can't see you. You need to be in the space to feel the space yes. to feel the energy of the space. Right. So you will do a consultation, but then you'll travel yeah, to yeah. go in and connect. Yeah. And it's a, for, it is a creative process for me. 
Okay, right. There is a, it's, um, I don't know how else to explain it. It's just that I need to, I'm very tactile. Mm -hmm. So I want to, I really want to be in the space, to feel the space, to see it, you know, not through the Pantone colors of a computer screen, right? Okay. Just to physically look at it. Okay. Um, yeah, that matters. Okay. That matters. Um, I was in a training earlier today and we were talking about color theory. And you've talked to me about color theory a little bit. Can you talk to our guests about color theory a little bit just so that they can have an introduction to the term and the word? Okay, so so color theory, um, I think it's important for people not to get too involved in um, in what each color necessarily represents, okay? But to move in terms of color preferences with what you inherently feel you're connected with. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So instead of just um, choosing a color, let's just say red is a power color. Mm -hmm. Right. Or um, yellow is a very pleasing, um, energetic color. Mm -hmm. um, blue is a very soothing color. Mm -hmm. So you don't necessarily want to choose colors for your home based upon what the color represents, mm -hmm. but start with how the color makes you feel. Okay. And then if you want to dig a little bit deeper or if you want to add a certain element to your space that might um, uh, evoke another kind of feeling. Let's just okay. say you want, you want some more energy in your bedroom. Typically, people will choose colors that are very subtle, very mm -hmm. soft, very, very cal uh, calming. Mm -hmm. right? But if you want to add some fire and some energy into your bedroom space, then you can bring a little heat. Okay. You can bring in some oranges or some deeper Seriously, bring a little heat. A little <laughs> bit, right? Okay. So you can add some of those energetic colors to it, right? Okay. But I would say don't use that as your starting point. Another thing that I will say is when you're choosing colors, it's important for you to assess the size of the room. Mm -hmm. um, because if it's a very large room, you can get away with adding dark colors to the space and it won't feel like it's closing in on you. Okay. Um, and if it's a very small room, people will tend to get lighter, brighter colors so okay. that the room feels bigger. Okay. Right. So okay. Um, you can manipulate, manipulate space with color. Okay. So, so that's, that's important to know. Um, but you can also have a room that's a statement room. Mm -hmm. so you can have a very small powder room mm -hmm. and you don't necessarily have to put light colors on the wall to make the powder room look big. You might want that space to really feel more intimate. Right. So in that case, you can put a darker color on the okay. wall. Right. Okay. All right. All right. So you made me you think made about me my think one about act of disobedience. Um, and that act was black ceilings. Like I really wanted the black ceilings in the basement. I, it was just me like pushing the envelope some, right? And um, I was like, but I want the black ceilings. And you're like, okay, we're going to work with it. If that's what you want, we're going to work with it. And we worked with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So tell me about... The, even the black ceiling. Okay. Because that's become commonplace now. Yeah. And, and it looks beautiful here. Okay. It looks beautiful here. My, my reservation was the fact that it was a basement that we mm -hmm. were working on. And I wasn't sure how much natural light you got into the space. And I didn't want it to feel cave-ish right. for you because I knew what you were trying to do down here. Right. right. You wanted to make sure you kept it light and airy yeah. and clean and crisp. Mm -hmm. So um, that was my hesitation. But the height of the ceilings mattered right um and the brightness of the walls mattered so even though the ceiling is black it still works in the space so um like i said i'm going to try to work with what you want and you were adamant that you wanted it so i'm like okay but what did i tell you 
you can paint the ceiling, but do not paint the fireplace. That is what you told me. Right. Because that was what I did not paint the fireplace. Right. And I kept looking at it. I'm like, no, Cheryl said no. I, I do not do it, it. But I got it. I yes. understood it. You you shared enough with me. Yes. I could understand it. Uh-huh. And so that worked. Yeah. We picked out the paint for the walls and yes. the border. The trim. And, yeah, mm-hmm. the trim. So that was really Beautiful. good. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Well, I was thankful for that. I listened. I listened <laughs> you to did. little bit. You did. Okay. Um, what other, before we shift from decorating, what other services do you offer? Okay. So I do, I do full service decorating. That's when we build out everything. Right. I do, um, when, when, um, homeowners are building, I do, um, exterior decorating as well. So okay. choosing, um, house colors and shutters and mm-hmm. roofing materials. So I do that. Um, I do interior redesign, which is basically using what a client already has, um, to transform, one room, two rooms, three rooms, okay. right? Um, sometimes it's interior redesign with a little bit of shopping because sometimes you may need additional things to complete the space. I offer that as well. Okay. Um, I do paint color consultations mm-hmm. where if you're just not sure about what color you should paint mm-hmm. your interior mm-hmm. or your exterior, mm-hmm. I will con- consult with you on that to give you some okay. options, right? Okay. Um, I also, um, let's see, do home staging. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started my business, I was doing vacant home staging as well as occupied home staging. Okay. So um, I'm not doing very much vacant at this point because I've gotten rid of all of my inventory because mm-hmm. a lot of my business was not coming from vacant staging. So you switch up, you know, mm-hmm. if it's not working, then you move to something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still do offer the service for people. If I'm not busy with the full service decorating jobs, I may take on a client that has a vacant property they need staged to, okay. to sell. Um, and I teach interior uh, decorating and home staging for people who are like-minded, who want to get into the industry and are not really sure how to do that. Mm-hmm. So the class that I teach is a professional class with certification through the Decorating and Staging Academy. And um, I do in-classroom teaching, so I teach design principles mm-hmm. as well as help them through the process of starting and running their own business. Okay. So it's a, you know, it's a full package deal. Right. Like it's a, it's a, a lot of stuff packed into one week of interaction with me. Um, I teach in classroom and then I bring my students into a property. Right. Um, and just let them get the feel of how it feels to bring out the hammer, you know, move the furniture, make recommendations to the client. So we do all of that while we're in class so that when they leave me, I know they're ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Um, final decorating question. Can you share like some of or one or two of your most favorite jobs in decorating and, you know, just what all that included? And you have done some big things that you don't even talk about, Cheryl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell us about mm-hmm. some of the big things. Because well, you've done the big things. I have, but but this is the thing. I've done a lot of work, but not everyone is willing to show Okay. To allow me to show their work. Mm-hmm. And some people are very private and, and mm-hmm. I have total respect for my clients. Mm-hmm. If I do a job that is absolutely amazing and, and I have to stand back in awe and say, man, you did that. Like did that, that. that, that house is absolutely gorgeous, but my client doesn't sign that photo release. Mm-hmm. I can't use that. Yeah. You know, I can't use it for my portfolio yeah. and I can't use it for my marketing and advertising. Right. Um, but I am, I am, I have to say I did a job early in my career for a woman and 
when she came home for the, I, oh, I love the big reveal. Like I live for that. So I don't want you to see, I don't necessarily want you to see my process, but I want you to see yourself in your room when you come home, right? And so when she came home, this particular woman, and she was up in Buford, when she came home, she was in such awe about her room. When I got home, I got, a, I got a telephone call from her and she said, I am still standing in my living room. I have not even taken off my coat. I cannot believe you did this with the things that I already had. So that was those kinds of things just, they make me, they, they just bring me such complete and utter joy. Oh, you see my knee shaking. I see her with my knee shaking because I know what it feels like. Yes, yes. yes. I'll just come sit on my stairs. Look, I had to go ahead and put my camera down here so I can stop walking from my bed all the way to the basement (laughs) and look in the room. Right, right. I'm telling you. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. I am a God lover, truly. And I I do feel as though when I am working in a space, it's a creative process for me, and I am creating something for my client. Mm-hmm. And so that end result, when it's over, I, I feel like I can say like God, you know, and it is good. And it is good. You know, and it is good. Because it Cheryl touched. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheryl touched So it. much joy. So much joy. Oh, Cheryl. Yeah. You feel just, it's just been. I know. <laughs> smoldering. And it, it is. Wonderful. It's, it's just wonderful. I just want to thank you. Thank you for just turning my life around and just making it beautiful and being able to um, truly put touch and feel and I want to say taste like you can, my spirit can taste it like inches into my life, into my home and being able to get out what is in me. And you have definitely, definitely done that. You are definitely a part of just getting my Thank love you. out. Like I can, I can see my love in front of me and it's not just on the inside. Yeah. I can see it on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. I can see like, you say like, I like glamour. I like glamour, but I'm real, you know me, I'm real laid back mm-hmm. with this stuff and it's a touch. So it's a touch, a touch exactly. There. There, it's those, it's that detail. I always say design is in the detail, yeah. right? It's, it's when you look across the room and you see that vase that you absolutely adore, mm-hmm. right? Or when you walk in the room and you're enveloped in this soft pastel color, yeah. you know, or when you're, when you take off your shoes, when you come in your home and you walk across that beautiful plush carpet, yeah. like all of that matters. It really is a truly sensual experience. Okay. It is. Okay. Okay. And what do you think it does for women? Like, so what is the transformation? What have you seen happen whether it be from me as a client or someone yeah. else, when yeah. you go in and redesign the home or office or something like that, yeah. what happens? In- it brings it brings a certain order, okay, to the space. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a there is a design um, technique called feng shui, okay, and um, I don't I'm not very proficient in feng shui, but when you move furniture in a space. Um, when you reorder that space in some way, it changes the flow of energy, and that happens in every room. Okay. Um, and so when you when you go through the decorative process and you weed out the things that you don't really love, it takes a negative vibe, right? Okay. And it brings a positive vibe into the yeah. space. So sometimes just moving some things around or moving some things out 
will change the way that space feels. Yeah. And I think when you have a room where all of the elements are married mm -hmm. and everything works in concert with everything else, mm -hmm. you feel ordered. Yes. Right. You feel more calm in the space because the space is more calm. Right. 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 Um, and so it really does have a profound effect on your psychological person, like it on does. your on your being. You just feel you feel better. It does. Right. It does. You feel better. And I've noticed that, like, even in my office, um, you know how I had the shelves up high, like I moved everything back right. down around. Right. And right. I'm even able to be more productive in that yes. space. Absolutely. At night, you know, I'm able to rest or something like that. Even just being down here is definitely yeah. more peaceful. And I want to be down here. Yeah. Because we were moving something. And I, you said, are you going to use it? I didn't even like coming down here. Right. No, I love being down here. Right. So now I'm definitely going to use it. It changes. It changes. Yeah. All and right. that's, that's that connection. That's the power of place and space, it is very powerful. If you if you have a disordered home, then you always feel you know you always feel out of sorts. But when you when you get everything right and, and there's a my my mom used to say um, uh, a place for everything and everything in its place, right? So your when your space is ordered like that and it's beautiful, it impacts you on its ne next level vibe. Okay. Like it really is very impactful. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're going to shift gears and we're going to let everybody know another facet of Cheryl that I know, your love for books. Oh, <laughs> y'all, Cheryl, Yes. if you could guess, this may be a hard question. Okay. How many books have you read? Oh my God, I don't, I couldn't, I could not guess. I could not guess. I said to some, someone one time, my house is my own personal library. Yeah. There are books in every room in my house. Every room in mm. my house. Um, I love books. I, I not only love to read them, but I love to look at them. I okay. love to feel them in my hands. Yeah. I'm not uh, necessarily an e-book reader. Mm -hmm. um, I have just gotten into listening to books on Audible. Right. Um, but I love the way books feel, the way they smell, holding them in my hands. I go to bed with books. Um, and my husband of 35 years understands that. <laughs> but um, I, I am a, I'm a, I'm avid book lover. You're avid. I, yeah, I, I love books. I remember when you were designing one room. I think it, maybe it was the living room or something. I, I had a lot of books out, yeah. but I no longer have my books out. And I remember you asking me, or I said, Cheryl, I don't want the books out. I remember you looking at me like, what you mean you don't want the books out? Well, you don't have a book here or two or there because oh, I'm a book lover too, but right. nothing like you. Right. Nothing. Right. right. I probably read 1% of the number of books you read. Yeah. Um, Cheryl oh. is the one who sits on her porch and oh my gosh. Will just yeah. read for three and four hours at a time. And, yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Have you always been a book lover? I have. Well, I've always loved books and I can remember um, as a child going to the library in my town, it was the field library, and mm -hmm. it was actually a converted church. Mm -hmm. So it started off as a church, and they changed it into the into the town library. And the children's library was in the basement, so I had vivid memories of spending a lot of time okay. in the children's library. So I've always been I've always been a reader. Um, I've become a more voracious reader um, as I got older. Okay. And um, you know, I don't think I've ever met a book that I did not enjoy. Okay. And, you know, reading is very powerful. You know, it helps you see um, and understand other people, mm -hmm. other cultures mm -hmm. um, uh, through other people's experiences. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, yeah, I love reading. 
You love read. <laughs> what can you give us some every woman must read books? Oh no. So you're gonna start me on the long list okay, of um three. So um okay, um let's see. I think every woman should read Toni Morrison. Mm-hmm. Everything that Toni Morrison wrote. Okay. Um, and these are these are these are my these are my top people. Okay. I love Alice Walker. Yes, ma'am. Um, and let's see. I want to be very intentional about this. Um, I like Pearl Clegg. Pearl Clegg. Mm-hmm. Okay. She writes a lot about Atlanta. So there, there's a lot of Atlanta and the West End weaved through her storyline. Okay. Um, and, okay. And she writes beautifully. Um, Tayari Jones. Okay. I love her writing. Um, uh, Octavia Butler. Okay. Um, okay. Is another one of my beloveds. All right. Um, let's see. Hmm. You can tell your viewers to send me a send me a, a email. Who's listening? I'm gonna in the notes like whenever you see a podcast, there are notes to the podcast. Yeah. There's a transcript. Yeah. So we'll list out some of these books and we'll maybe put some links on the YouTube and yeah. on the Instagram. Yeah. Like okay. I I am right now reading a very interesting book by um, a young lady, Sophia Sinclair. Okay. Who, uh, the title of the book is uh, How to Say Babylon. Mm-hmm. And it's her recounting. It's a kind of a coming of age story, mm-hmm. um, but it's her recounting her experience growing up in a Rastafari home. Okay. Um, and it's she is a poet. She is literally a poet. All right. So the book reads like poetry. Oh, it's wow. absolutely beautiful, even though a lot of the things that happened in her in her life story mm-hmm. are are devastating. But her writing is so fluid and so beautiful. Um, you know, I, I'm just mesmerized by it. Okay. I had an opportunity to meet her a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. She was at the Atlanta History Center mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just kind of heard her read. And it, it was just a beautiful thing. But like I said, I didn't, reading books exposes you to things that you may not necessarily have known, mm-hmm. right? And so I learned, I am learning, I'm not quite finished yet, am learning a lot about the Rastafari culture mm-hmm. and how um, how it impacts women um i don't want i don't want to speak disparagingly about mm-hmm. it but it's a very um um uh patriarchal okay um system okay. right um where the men are regarded more highly than the women mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. so um it's an interesting book but yeah from her from her perspective, from her perspective yeah yeah okay yeah so okay all right that's what i'm reading now that is awesome. All right. We may check it out. We yes. may check it out. Okay. So I was thinking about this and I'm going back to what you said about your mother and always changing a design mm-hmm. and you being able to change a space and being able to change a space evolves over time. Mm-hmm. One thing I've also watched is just you as a woman change and you have a different theme for each year and you decide to just, you know what, I'm going to explore another part of my being. Yes. From, for our younger women, share the importance of being open to evolve and change. Yeah. You know, I honestly think that 
it happens whether you're open to it or not. Okay. Right. And uh, a, a young woman's um, my my advice to young women would be to honor however it is you feel in that moment. Okay. Right. And don't um, don't pigeonhole yourself into being something that someone else wants you to be. Mm-hmm. Like be authentically who you are. Okay. And sometimes that does not look um, like that may not look like what other people think you should be at that mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. But if you're young and you're true to who you are, you'll always be true to who you are. Okay. Right. And if you spend any time um, living your life based upon what someone else's expectations are of you, you're going to be miserable. Okay. Right. So just spend time with yourself. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a big thing. You okay. know, a lot of times I and it's important for people to have self time, mm-hmm. right? Not be so caught up in being with other people. Okay. Allow yourself the time and the freedom to sit with yourself, yeah. to sit with um, how you feel about certain things. Mm-hmm. Our our world with technology is very busy, yeah. right? There are always there's always somebody sharing their opinion about yeah. something, right? Yeah. I think young women should really take the time to sit with. Um, themselves and understand how they view something okay right um and to be true to be authentically true to who they are that's good thank you thank you thank you thank you i think those are the things that set you free to fly yes spending time oh absolutely absolutely um i've shared i don't know if i shared on the podcast like even she's free to fly is because i was able to spend time with myself But also, I have a friend group, and Cheryl is part of that friend group that kept me in this safety nest Mm -hmm. so that I could grow and love and heal. Mm -hmm. And um, She's Free to Fly is just as much Cheryl as it is mine Mm -hmm. Uh, because you have been so pivotal. Not in the, just the design. This stuff is phys- this right, right. This stuff is physical. Mm-hmm. You know me. We can go do this in the grass. Right. Yeah, you'll be. Yeah, you'll be fine in the grass. Exactly. Middle of the woods. Have a wonderful time. And they have the best time exactly. ever. Exactly. Exactly. But um, I would like to know what is your hope for she's free to fly. Oh well, I you know I I'm really happy that you've moved into this phase mm-hmm. um, and we, we still have one more thing that we need to do in this space. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that already, mm-hmm. um, but you've already, you've already moved to next level, right? Okay. And, and it happened very quickly. Some, some extenuating circumstances, like mm-hmm. when it initially happened and we had the, the flood here, right. um, it was like, okay, that made the way for you to go next right. level. And sometimes things happen in our lives where we're not, you know, it could be perceived as a negative when it turns around and it's like the most positive thing right. that could have ever happened. Right. right. So I think that, um, I think that you're already flying, you know, and, 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 and soaring and, you know, it's okay. like every round goes higher and higher. So, um, I think, you know, I, I think that you are well on your way to impacting mm-hmm. many, many lives. That is who you are. Right. Um, you when it's funny because when you all know that I'm not necessarily the person that's going to meet people. Right. Like I'm not that person. Right. Now, um, I will call a person a stranger in a minute. Right. 
You've opened up. Talk about that. But I've changed, know. right? I've changed, and and that's how we impact each other, yes. right? We make yes. each other better. Yes. Right? We, yes. And that's what women friends groups yes. do. But it has to it has to begin with a person being authentically who they are, right? Right. right. And then and then changing. So. Um, I know that you are going to impact and change many people's lives with your podcast. And I just pray that, you know, you continue to make the kind of moves that you're moving now, that you're doing now, um, because women will be set free and and free to fly, you know, um, in ways that you may not ever have imagined. Okay. All right. Hold on to it. Okay. That's a lot. I know. You know, sometimes I got to sit and stuff. Okay. Mm. Yes. Okay. And cross-generational women. And cross-generational. Not just young women. There are some older, older, more seasoned women that need to fly. Yes. You know, that have been held down, mm-hmm. you know, in a lot of ways by societal expectations and family expectations. You know, they also need to fly. They also need to fly. Yes. Yeah, she's right. free to fly, and I am too. And I am too. Yeah, and you are too. And yeah. we fly together. Yes, we fly together. We soar. Oh, y'all, we have a running joke that um, for some reason, I get blamed for all the stuff. The championship suit. Right, right. So me, but baby, if you want to fly, you know I'm down to go. You are down to go. <laughs> And when I want to fly, Cheryl is down. I'm there, right there oh, with you. Man. Right there with you. Man, we have been through some stuff. Yes, together. we have. Yes, we, we have been through stuff. Good, bad, right, mm-hmm. up, up, down. Man, it's all good though. All it's good. all good. Yes, it's good. love, man. Absolutely. Okay, okay, guys, we yeah. are gonna sign out. I just want to thank you all for joining me, Cheryl. Please let people know how to reach you. Oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you can find me on Instagram mm-hmm. at Cheryl R. Cousins, um, and it'll give you the information and feed you through. And uh, Cheryl Cousins Interiors on Facebook, although I'm more active on Instagram, still trying to find my social media feed. Um, so it's a, you know, I'm still challenged, but I'm working through it. But you can find me on Instagram and get my telephone number. My telephone number is public, so 404. 404- Seven three five eight four five seven. You can call me, and we can get your decorating project started. All right. Okay. All right. Well, as always, I pray you receive my love. I pray you feel God's grace, and I pray that you share it with others. Have a wonderful day. Bye bye.